Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shine Like the Sun. I am your host, Sunshine. And this episode is about attention and tension and just focusing your energy on the right things because our energies are so scattered on a global level. It is ridiculous, honestly. And it keeps on getting worse. Now, I am not one of those people who are like, technology has ruined humanity. Everything is no, because... While I was sitting on the toilet looking at my phone, that thought came across my mind like, oh, wow, this phone is really distracting me. Then I realized, no, when I was a kid, I didn't have a phone. I was still on the toilet for 30 minutes, even though I wasn't doing anything. I would just be reading a comic, playing with the toilet paper or something. I was always doing something. It's not the phone. It's the humanness of me. I'm just now picking my phone as my distraction rather than a magazine, you know? So... Attention has always been something human beings have struggled with. It's not like our phones suddenly gave us focus problems. It may have made it worse, but that's not the problem. The problem is our lack of attention, point blank, period. When I lived in Nigeria for two years and I, the lights would turn off, there would be nothing to do, no electricity, no technology, I still wasn't just getting things done, boom, boom, boom. I was to more of an extent, but I would still sit on the floor and daydream for hours doing nothing you know human beings we just do nothing and rummage through our thoughts sometimes but that's not an excuse the goal of spirituality is to be better than a human who doesn't know any better but do not take this wrong we are still here to be human we're not here to be perfect gods who make no mistakes and never get angry or never have thoughts or anything no we're here to be humans at the end of the day, but we're supposed to be elite humans, better than the average slob you see walking around McDonald's, you know? <laughs> but technology has made it easier for us to stay distracted. You watch old movies, you see men not paying attention to their wives because they were reading the newspaper, you know? Then it was men not paying attention to their wives because they were watching the news. That still goes on. But now it's men not paying attention to their wives because they're on their phone. It's, it's not the output source. It's not the newspaper, the television, or the phone's fault. It's the fact that they don't want to pay attention. <laughs> it's the fact that they like that focus on the wife or the girl or whatever. So when you are coming up with the reason why you didn't work out today like you promised yourself you would, why you didn't do the things you said, and you say, oh, my phone, I have a phone addiction, or oh, my job, my job doesn't give me enough time, or oh, my, no. Everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. You and your lack of focus is the reason why you're not getting anything done. Let us be real. I was blaming my phone for a very long time. I started leaving my phone in my car at night so I wouldn't use the first thing in the morning. And guess what? I still didn't immediately meditate and do everything I wanted to do first thing in the morning. I was still distracted for 30 minutes, lying in my bed, daydreaming. The phone was not the problem. Whether I use my phone for 30 minutes or I daydream for 30 minutes or I read a book for 30 minutes, I still was not meditating, was not doing what I was supposed to be doing, you know? So the problem wasn't my phone, I realized. The problem was my lack of attention. I hope we all understand that. Attention is the most valuable thing in this world. You may say, I thought it was time. Well, your time is spent where your attention is focused on. Yes, we all have the same 24 hours a day, but if you focus on your phone and you're on TikTok for three hours of the day, 
that time is wasted. The time is still there. Whether you do a one-hour workout, walk for 30 minutes, meditate for 30 minutes, it's the same amount of time, but your attention is either focused on your phone or focused on something you're supposed to be doing. Focused on A or focused on B. You feel me? So yes, time is very valuable, but what makes time valuable is what we're doing with it, you know? And that brings me to something that's been on my mind lately. Influencers and all these celebrities, what do you think gives them power? Let's use Kim Kardashian for a second. Everyone knows her. When you hear her name, you generate a thought. Men say, oh my God, Kim Kardashian, sexy, sex tape, oh my God. Women say, oh my God, Kim Kardashian, she makes me so insecure. But either way, a thought is formulated from her name. And now, if she's doing a good enough job, <laughs> she can attract more and more thoughts to her name. Oh, Kim Kardashian, oh, sex tape, oh, Kylie Jenner, oh, this, BBL. And then, hopefully... She had diverted your attention to the point where you want to look her up. You go on her Instagram, at Kim Kardashian, you see her pictures. Men are like, oh my God, so sexy. And then while you're there, while your attention is focused on her Instagram, you'll slide and you'll see an ad. The ad will say, hey, hunky, do you want to be hot enough to get a hot girl like me? Wink, I'm Kim Kardashian. Use this product and I'll like you. Wink. And then your attention goes from Kim Kardashian to that product. Next thing you know, you're buying it because of Kim. You see how the rabbit hole goes down? And that's what influencers and celebrities are made to do. To They are being paid to get your attention. That's why they do the most attention horror, radical things on social media for your like, for your follow. That shows us how powerful we are. These people are getting paid millions of dollars just to post because someone thinks that they can get enough people's attention. Do you know every like, every view, every second you spend on someone's social media, that is currency, that is time. And most importantly, that is a potential profit for whatever that person may be advertising. That's why me, I don't follow celebrities. I don't like their shit. I don't care about it. Why am I giving them my most valuable resource for free? When they don't give a fuck about me and all they're doing is on social media saying, I'm better than you. Look at what I'm driving. Look at how I'm dressing. I'm better than you. You need to be like me. It's a horrible thing to be and way to act and way to just think overall. And honestly, to me, that is self-abuse. Why would I want to watch someone honestly degrade me and not do anything to profit me and giving them all this money for it? If nobody followed these people, if nobody liked their things, they would just be another regular person you know so that's my view on celebrities and um knowing this is important because we need to know how to take our power back these people are nothing without us nobody is anything without society's attention the more fucks who you give the more powerful you make someone whether you're hating on them and loving on them it doesn't matter your attention is there that's why people do things to get negative attention we're all like fucking giant toddlers crying, wah, wah, mommy, look at me, look at me. Then your mom looks at you, you don't even do anything special. And when she looks away again, you're like, oh, why you stop looking at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. It's so funny. We need to stop giving these toddlers attention and start putting it in things that are worthwhile for us. By now, we should all know my number one saying, where focus goes, energy flows. And energy is so valuable. You don't have that much of it. It's a limited resource. 
And I don't know about you, but I would rather put my energy into the things that feed me as well than put it into mm, binge watching Stranger Things, which I know everybody on the planet right now is about to do for the new season. I would rather put my energy into doing an hour-long meditation outside walking around doing a nature walk that helps my mind that helps my physical body that helps my spiritual body then sitting around and watching tv which doesn't just more consumption like we need any more of that as a society it's enough we're enough we don't need to consume and consume and consume all day to distract ourselves from the mundanity of our own lives because it's so unhealthy to be consuming all this information. You're on Instagram, consuming Twitter, consuming. You turn on the radio, there's ads consuming. You drive down the road, there's billboards that you're consuming. Always consuming conversations. People, when you talk to them, you're consuming in school, consuming in church, consuming 24-7. But people rarely release. People rarely creatively find a way to release all the information they've inputted into their system and they wonder why they're anxious and they have no energy and they just feel stuck and they feel brain dead because you're full. You're full of fucking junk food you don't have to be eating. You're not letting it out through exercise. You're full of junk shit you've been reading in the newspaper, junk shit you've been watching in the news, junk shit you've been seeing on TikTok. You're full of shit. And we're not doing anything to let it out. It's like we're constipated. Full of things that don't matter. And it's just not a good way to live. To the point that I see people who, the second that they're not consuming and they have to sit with their thoughts alone and look at their life for real, they get anxious. They feel lonely. They feel bad if bad thoughts creep in. So they start consuming more. They start overworking themselves more, putting more hours in just to run away from themselves and not have to think about the shit that's bothering them. That is the dumbest thing I've heard all week. How can you sit here and tell me that, oh, my mind is a bad place to be in, so I'm just going to avoid it. (sighs) That's not healthy. If you keep stuffing things into your garage without ever cleaning it out, one year, two years, three years, Sooner or later, there won't be any space for you to stuff more. And it's just going to collapse. Everything is just going to vomit out. And that can vomit out in a panic attack. That can vomit out in some sort of psychosis. Your mind is not something you can push to the back burner. Like, oh, I hate... You're, you're, you are going to be alone with yourself for the rest of your life. You better make it a nice fucking place to be. And that's the truth. That's why my goal in life is to have a mind that brings me nothing but inner peace. Nothing but joy. Nothing but my tranquility. I don't have a problem being alone. I I don't have a problem being with with myself. Because who the fuck else is better company than me? I love myself. I love my mind. I love the thoughts I think. I love the way I talk to myself. And I didn't get here... I didn't wake up one morning like, oh, my life is great. I built that by acknowledging that, by doing the work to get there. By having the harsh conversations with myself that I've been avoiding, by taming my inner critic, by being compassionate with myself, 
my love and my flaws wholeheartedly. It's not an easy thing to do, but it's 100% worthwhile. Stop getting lost in the sauce and distractions and put your attention in places that feed you. It's like watering a garden or making your own garden or planting a seed. You can plant three seeds, a seed that'll give you wealth, a money tree, a seed that'll give you health, a apple tree, and a seed that'll give you poison, a poisonous fucking plant. Which one of those are you going to fucking water the most? A lot of people are choosing the poisonous plants. They consume and put their energy and water their social media so much when it doesn't do anything but make them feel inferior and feel like shit. That's not healthy. And that's not going to do you anything good for the long run. We have to change as a society and change where our priorities lie. Because at the end of the day, we control what the world does, especially as Americans. I strongly believe that we should teach our kids at a young age to start a garden, not just because if it's a life skill that'll help them forever and know how to grow your own food, be less dependent on people, you know. But it's also a skill that will forever benefit the mind because life is like a garden. There's nothing better and more satisfying than having and eating something that you produce from a seed. From watching something bloom that you planted as a seed. That's like watching a thought turn into thin. That's like watching your idea turn into a reality. That's the basis of manifestations. But one thing people don't understand is how much care is necessary and needed to make that seed turn into an apple that you can eat and a tree that you can hug and swing your hang your hammock up on and climb. It takes a lot of time, energy, effort, intention, love to make that happen. And the more people garden and plants and just work with plants, the more they can see that. And also for reasons like, you know, putting your hand in dirt and soul activates the serotonin in your brain and literally makes you more happy. <laughs> just putting your hand in soul and playing in dirt. That's why me, I'd be outside walking barefooted, climbing on trees and shit, you know, because I feel it make me happy. I don't feel the same when I'm wearing shoes, you know. I get down in the dirt. I'm not scared. It's time for us collectively as a society to turn inward. And be a little bit isolated. And just instead of exploring the world and being everybody else's business that doesn't do anything to help or support our journey, it's time to put all our attention into creating our ideal life. So if your ideal life is to have a loving relationship with your family and start your own family maybe or, you know, to start your own company and hire others and help serve others and help other people get a product that will make them feel joy and bring them peace? Why is your attention, why are you watering the seed that has absolutely nothing to do with that? Why are you internet trolling? Why are you working another shift when you want to be spending time with your kids? Why are we doing things that do not serve us? 
uh, I have to answer to that question. <laughs> it's a, it's a um, rhetorical question. I'm not really asking you, but I know the answer. <clears throat> because of fear, we're scared. We're scared. There's a very spiritual way to explain this, but I don't really feel like you guys understand my spiritual ways. But I'm still going to explain it in a spiritual way. Okay, there's something called the assemblage point. <laughs> it's looking at every human being, and it's right in between your shoulder blades. You can find it intentionally by saying, body, show me my assemblage points. Feel for it, and you'll find it. But it's right between your shoulder blades, right below your neck. It's uh, parallel to your spine, but it points a little towards your spine. Anyways, your assemblage point... It is pointed in a way that shows your human perspective. Some people have negative perspectives. Some people have extremely positive perspectives. And that can fluctuate through time and through age and through trauma and through other experiences. And as that person's mood and perspective changes, you you can see that their assemblage point changes as well. Now, the most enlightened people on earth which are very few, have a natural gift of changing and moving their assemblage points at will. At will. And that is one thing I'm focusing on more. Instead of getting down in the dumps, I can move my assemblage point up and start getting feeling high, you know? No drug intended. <laughs> and yes, other substances and drugs can alter your assemblage point for you, you know? Like... Alcohol, weed, any drug, anything can alter your assemblage point and alter your perspective and your mood. You feel me? Now you're probably wondering, okay, that's nice to know, but why is that important? A lot of people's assemblage points are on a very low angle. And, you know, the toxins, the food we eat, everything about the media we consume, everything about this planet Earth is pulling our assemblage points down. That's why we need to go up and get spiritually high and pull it up. And it's not easy to move your assemblage point. So people get stuck with it pointing down since they're kids, you know. They're programmed to be this way. They get it from their parents, you know. Your parents' assemblage point might be down. Yours is down as hell. And for someone who's not consciously trying and making the effort to raise it up, it's honestly just going to keep going down and down and down. And we can get stuck at a point at a downward angle that just makes everything we do and see and everything we come across negative. And you know, your perspective and your perception of the world is how you view the world. It makes your own reality. You can miss your bus and your perception and your assumption point may be low. You say, oh, nothing good ever happens to me. Why me? I can never do anything right. I can never be on time now. Or someone with a high assemblage point and say, oh, I missed my bus. I wasn't meant to go there. Something better happens. That bus may crash. Who knows? It's all about making your perception and your perspective higher and say, you know what? Who cares? Be more optimistic. Other people call it, you know? And a podcaster I love very much, Rachel Cable, she mentioned this and she calls it the attributional style. Like, how do you attribute events that happen to you? And how telling yourself a different story can really change your life and change your story, your overall life story from being a victim to being a hero and being blessed and divinely protected. Oh no, I still haven't been able to manifest this raise I want in my job. I'm a loser. I can't do anything right. What that, 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 that. 
maybe your attributional style may be, oh, I can't manifest this rate and raising my job. This job seems to be getting me nowhere. Maybe I should do something more aligned with me. Mm-hmm. Different attributional styles. But on a, that is the psychological explanation. But on a spiritual level, your assemblage point is pointing down. And you can't help. We have to understand that some people cannot help the way they are because their attributional style, their assemblage point has been stuck in such a low vibration for so long. It's harder for them to do and think and see things differently, you know. And as a life coach, I always keep that in mind, especially as I work with older clients and, you know, people very stuck in their ways. So how do you fix that? How do you move your assemblage point? Well, first of all, lying to yourself. Falsehood is prophetic. Never Goddard always lies to yourself. I love being delusional. My delusions have all manifested into my perfect life. Thank you. <laughs> lie to yourself. Even though in the bottom of your heart you feel like things are happening to you, you're not winning because you're a failure, lie to yourself. Let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich. I am a winner. Affirmations. Denial and affirmations. No matter what the truth may say, your truth, because it's not never the truth, whatever might your truth, what you've been believing all your life may be, it's time for you to cultivate a new truth. This relationship isn't working because he's not the right one, not because I can never find a partner, I'm going to die alone. Point blank period. Change your story. I got dumped because someone else, something else is better is coming for me. You may not believe that at all. <laughs> but falsehood is prophetic. Prophesize in your life. Don't have someone else do it for you. Or especially not your inner critic. Please. Oh, my God. And this is how we get the change we seek in the world. By, first of all, making the intention to change. A lot of people want to change and want better for their life, but they don't do anything about it because they are comfortable. They are in their comfort zone. Their assemblage point has been stuck downward pointing so long. They don't know. The, they're, just, they're even scared to contemplate the idea of it moving because their negative perspective is saying, what if it gets worse? Well, my advice to you is think about all the ways it can get better and be better and be the best thing that's ever happened to your, you in your life. Let's focus on that. Where focus goes, energy flows. Stop contemplating everything that could, would, should, probably, possibly go wrong. I start looking at the bright side. If it's hard for you to look up, you better force yourself. I always tell people this, especially when I'm teaching them yoga, do the thing that's hard for you to do. That's where the progress is. If it's easy for you to do something, then that means that you've been doing it. And you're, you've been doing it all this time. It's so easy, but you're not where you want to be. Obviously, you need to do the challenging things. And that will take you where you want to be. Is it hard for you to think positively? Is it hard for you to be vulnerable and be emotional? You better start pouring your fucking heart out. Thugging it out hasn't been helping you. Do the things that are hard for you to do. And you'll become the version that's hard for you to see hard for you to become don't take the easy way around trust me it just it's it's, it's it's just a long way that everyone else is crowding and trying to get through like nah take the harder way and i promise you you'll get there quicker than all the motherfuckers taking the easy way it's like that's how i live my life honestly <laughs> like why work out 30 minutes every day and take a year to see the progress I want when I can work out for two to four hours every day and have the progress I want in three months. It's harder, yes, but it's like, it's come on, 
You know what I'm saying. <laughs> we have to, first of all, be real with ourselves. You are scared to leave your comfort zone. You, Even though you hate your life and everything's a mess, you'd rather be with the devil you know than the devil you don't know. Okay, I'm miserable here, but what if I do end up getting my dream life? What if and I end up being miserable there too? I don't want to do all that work and risk. Bitch, why are you thinking like that? <laughs> I'm sorry for going out, bitch. I'm sorry. But why are you thinking like that? That's the wrong way to see it. You need to have trust and faith in yourself and in your source and in your God. Pick a God and pray and know that if you're putting hard work in, you'll only get blessings out point blank period there's no other reality available to you it's impossible for anything different to happen because this is the truth <laughs> that's how i see it it's impossible for anything bad to happen to me because of the god i serve and all the work i do and all the love i give into the world and all the fucking just blessings i create for other people and myself like it's, it's impossible for anything bad to happen it's improbable there is no way it can happen because i know me i know i'm the creator of my own reality and i know i'm not gonna create that as you saying oh but what if i'm miserable there too what if something goes wrong there you are helping create that shut up sit down look up literally lift your eyes up lift your whole head your chin your neck up breathe in exhale and say i trust you Say that to yourself, say that to your God, say that to your friends, say that to your enemy. Say, I trust you because I trust myself. And I know I'm only going to manifest the best. I'm only going to create the best reality because I trust myself and that's what I deserve. Point blank, period. Okay. (laughs) I hope this helps somebody. I know it will. I know it will. I don't hope shit. I know it will. Someone needs to hear this. I need to hear this. I will need to hear this again one day. I'm thankful to myself for making this podcast. I can sit back and listen to whenever I'm feeling low. I'm thankful for my friends who listen to my podcast and use it to remind me, hey, son, your podcast taught me this. You need to do it too, you know, because we're not perfect. I am in no way, shape, or form perfect. Like I said, it's not like I never have a recent thought. It's not like I never get angry. I'm only trying my best. And as I do that, and I try harder and harder and I have to get better and I get better. Everything just works out perfectly. So focus on the things that feed you. Focus on the things that elevate you and make you feel safe within your own company, safe within your own world. Focus inward to create a beautiful external world. And that's all I got to say. I love you all so much. Um, the song of the week <laughs> is, I'm going to make it segments by Lava. Oh my God, Lava. <laughs> lava, God. Um, there's a line in that song. Hold on, let me play it for y'all. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Okay, abundant frames now. Universal. In the second verse, she says, balance, I'm true to that. Take the challenge, not mute to that. And when I was talking about taking the hard part that came into my head, always take the challenge in a way. Do not be like everybody else. Everyone wants an easy way out, and there is no joy, there is no bliss, there is no soul there. I'm not saying like, you know, never have fun or never have joy but you know just don't you know what i mean don't take the fucking easy way out we're bigger than that we're better than that we're wider than that we're more expansive than that don't shrink to fit into some little ass cave expand and blow the fucking cave up <laughs> now there ain't no cave to shrink into bitch okay <laughs> yes Oh, that's it. I hope you guys all have a beautiful week. Oh, Memorial Day weekend. We all have an extra day on Monday. Let's use it all wisely. Let's use it to spend time with our loved ones. And even if you have no loved ones out there, you have a loved one in your heart, your inner being. Be mindful today. Stay true to yourself. Love yourself. Because I love you. And like Jordan Peterson said, never underestimate the hole you will leave in the world with your absence. You are loved by so many and so much, but none more than me. Mwah. Have a great day. Stay blessed.